Alright, you fuckers. Uh, it's me. I'm back. Again. Shame for some of you. Winner for others. Um, I'm here to talk about MMA, obviously. Uh, it's the big fella, if you didn't know. But, not just MMA, just general life bullshit. Obviously, I'll be talking about UFC Moscow, Mark Hunt, all that malarkey. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be a weird one this week because let's face it, it wasn't a great event. Um, some good fights and some good finishes and all that shite, but anyone really care? Nah, it's probably been. The least talked about event that I've seen on Twitter and stuff over the you know the last year, and it had to contend with uh, Canelo versus GGG. Obviously, combat sports fans will have watched both. I haven't watched Canelo GGG yet, but I've heard it's a fucking corker. But um, I don't know really. The UFC Moscow was. Limited in everything. Uh, and before I go any further, I'm in a room, it's fucking hot. Uh, I've got a blocked nose as normal for some reason. I gave up smoking two weeks ago. I really want a cigarette still. I don't know what this is about, but it really fucks me off, to be quite honest. The dog sprained her ankle this week, so she's been a retard and is on doggy heroin. <sighs> I don't know, I'm just... I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I'm back on the keto diet, that doesn't help. That makes you sweat something rotten for some reason. I think it's all the meat. The meat. Um, half got the shits, I'm half constipated. Who knows what's going on? It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, like I said, this might be an MMA podcast, but I've still got to talk about my usual shit. Oh, don't worry. I've just deleted all my notes. I made a load of notes for the... Oh, no. <laughs> Some recently deleted. thought I deleted them all. Brilliant. Sorry, no one wants to hear this. Um, but, yeah. I mean... First of all, let's talk about life. Let's talk about... Drivers. For a start. Let's talk about how... Today, on the motorway, there was a crash going north on the M5. Pretty standard, you know, early morning, people are tired, shit happens. Going south, because someone was looking at the accident, they also had an accident and closed it both ways. You couldn't be more fucking retarded if you tried. You're watching an accident cause an accident. You, you're probably the biggest retard that's ever lived. Speaking of retards, um, no, I can't. I can't say what I was going to say there. But uh, many people would call into question Herb Dean as a retard this week. Um, UFC, we might as well get a, a, you know, we might as well go back and forth about these things, but. 
CB Dolloway was in a fight with a Russian fella. I can't pronounce his name. Let me let me pull up the names. I'm not very good at this stuff. Basically, I'm not prepared this week. Um, it's really hard to also remember anything that happened because all the names are fucking outrageous. Um, so CB Dolloway was fighting a guy called Khalid Murtazaliev, I think. Murtazaliev? Anyway. Could have been called Merkazaliev because fucking hell, he murks CB Dolloway. Great boxing, uh, Merkazaliev. CB Dolloway is another one of those guys who, why is he still in there? You know, it's, he was on, uh, fuck knows, what was it? Uh, I don't know, some ultimate fighter years ago. He was out for fucking ages. His comeback fight after. Three losses in a row was against Ed Herman. Ed fucking Herman. Who has got to be one of the most awful fighters I've ever seen. And just because he's ginger and angry, people think that that's a great thing. Now, Steve Dolladeway's win before that was a DQ against Hector Lombard because it was punches after the bell. Great record so far. Uh, but anyway, he... Okay, so look, he was getting absolutely destroyed. And Mercer Zaliev, or whatever his fucking name is, was just beating him and beating him. He even did a running near him. They were both knackered. Siwi Dolloway was, he looked more exhausted than he did hurt. Um, but Herb Dean was letting him be flattened out and just getting punched over and over again to let it go to a third round. He didn't go to the third round in the end because he called it off uh, midway through the the break. But I see a lot of people on Twitter all of a sudden, hungry for blood as usual. Um, Herb Dean's this, he's that. What a fucking piece of shit he is as a referee. Lardy fucking da. Whatever. The guy's called thousands of fights and he can probably count on two hands the amount of mistakes he's made. Um... That's less than 1%, less than half a percent. I had an argument with someone on Twitter this week. I won't mention any names. He's probably not going to listen to this because he doesn't. But I once asked him on my old podcast. Now, this is a guy who wouldn't come on the podcast due to nerves, basically. And then has the gall to call people out on Twitter for reacting badly to the pressure that was around him in the arena. Now, yes, Herb Dean made a mistake, but the person criticising him is a person that won't call a podcast to talk about things because they're nervous. At least Herb Dean's got the balls to go in there and call these fights. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. He's a human being at the end of the day. Did C.B. Dolloway deserve to take that much punishment? Probably not. But it's not down to Herb Dean entirely. It's down to C.B. himself, and it's also down to Dolloway's team. You cannot always... This whole thing on Twitter of blame referees... Yeah, admittedly, there's some really terrible refs. Mazagati, Eve Levine, uh, Yamasaki, just to name a few. Kim, what's her name? Winslow, she's fucking awful. But you can't just say that people need to be reprimanded... For one mistake. We need to give people... You know... And, and Herb Dean's an intelligent guy. He's a great referee. He will fucking learn from it. And, and be better. But... 
yeah, it, he made a mistake. It wasn't a good look. And, yeah, it's become basically a gif on Twitter and whatnot, the whole thing. But it, whatever. Herb Dean's a great referee. I don't really care anymore. It is what it is. But let's talk about the card then a little bit. Let's talk about Dashvili versus Terry and Ware. Now, I'm not going to get into this very much because it was actually a terrible fight to watch. But Jashvili basically raped Ware. Uh, and that's not even me using terrible language. That's a fact. He just held him down and just destroyed him repeatedly. He might as well have had his cock in his ass and just... It was... It was awful. Um, yeah. But just really won next. Couple of terrible fights uh, on the card. Jordan Johnson, for some reason, was particularly angry after he won his fight. I don't really know why. Um, he bought, he beat Adam Yandiev. Arm triangle choke, it was nice, whatever. But for some reason, he was so aggressive in his post-fight. Chill out. You've just won in where you want to be. You know, this is your dream to be there. Why the fuck are you being an angry bastard? I don't get it. It's people are stupid, and that's his first finish inside the UFC. He's got split decisions, unanimous decisions, you name it, against not very good fighters. Don't come in there giving it the Baron McGuigan until you've beaten someone decent. All right, Johnson. But good finish, fair enough. Whatever. Now Ankalaev, or whatever his name is, versus Pracinio. Prat. Pratnio? Pratchnio? Pratchnio basically got head kicked to fuck. Uh, It was brutal. But it was also beautiful. And Ankleev, he was a hundred times better than Pratchnio in that fight. He deserved that win massively. Pratchnio didn't look as though he really deserved to be in there. Whatever. But let's talk about Merbeck Tysonov and Desmond Green. Now, I have to mention a few things about this fight. First of all, Tysonov is a great fucking fighter. Um, he isn't allowed to fight abroad at the moment. He can only fight in Europe because he's got some got some visa issues. Or something. I'm not really sure what's going on, but... Yeah, he can only fight in Europe. He's been in the UFC for four years now. You probably haven't even heard the name of a lot of people if you you know if you don't watch that much. But he had five knockouts coming into the fight um, in a row. Wins. His last loss was a decision against uh, Michael Prezeres. He's he's a great fighter, and he this weekend beat Desmond Green. Questionable things about this. Tyson came in five pounds overweight. I think it was. Um, it's probably because he doesn't give a fuck at the minute. He needs bigger fights. He needs better competition. He probably just wasn't in the mood for this. And Desmond Green as well. Why he was allowed to be in there, I don't know. He is a couple of months removed. Well, not even a couple of months. He's about a month removed from being in a car crash that killed two women in their 60s. It was questionable whether he was high as fuck at the time that he was driving and caused this accident. He shouldn't be in there. How he's even got a visa to travel, I don't know. There's obviously some weird shit going on with the UFC where they're allowed to take fighters under investigation now. I don't know, but 
on the card, what really annoyed me is that he, they called it a traumatic experience. He caused the accident. He was off his fucking tits. Why are you allowing that person to continue to make money off the back of that? I don't know. But, yeah. Um, Tysonoff beat him fair and square. Desmond Green never really got off the ground. Um, people talk about the third. I still think Tysonoff won the third, but whatever. There's sure dog will disagree, as usual. Um, then there was a great fight. Uh, before the main card, which was PTN versus Ju Jin Su Sun. I'm going to get every name wrong in this, by the way. I'm going to get every single fucking name wrong. Uh, no, this is a great fight. Um, again, Sherdog is saying that Sun won the first round. No, he didn't. Yan won all the rounds comfortably in, in my. Maybe the, actually the second, maybe not. A couple of takedowns in there for Sun. But really, Yan was just. Head and shoulders above him in the striking department. And I mean head and shoulders. Sun was a crazy fucker who was just constantly smiling, sticking his tongue out. His ear was bleeding. He took a spreading back elbow to the face, which was fucking hilarious, and just stood there taking it. Knees, kicks. This guy, no doubt, is tough as shit. And his his coach is the Korean zombie, um... I mean, it was a really fun fight to watch. Really, really fun fight to watch. But the ability that Jan's boxes got, those sneaky uppercuts, his jab, his beautiful straight left that he had, he was, it was awesome to watch. It was really a bit of a clinic, boxing-wise. Um, but Sun, he's got a lot to work on. He may be fun, but he's not that good. He's really not. He he can just take a beating and stand there and, and whatever. It's But what I will say is that if his name was Diaz, everyone on Twitter would be saying that he won that fight. However, he didn't. Uh, yeah, Tiago Alves was on the card. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Andre Alovsky was on the card. Who gives a fuck? They both lost, if you're wondering. Um... Guys, no one cares anymore. Uh, what the fuck are these two are still doing in there? I don't know. They Someone needs to have a word of them. Go to the lower cards. Earn a bit of money. Just don't be in the top tier anymore. You can't do it. You know, it's, it's stupid. Um, I'm questioning how these people get licenses sometimes. Chango Alves hasn't won a fight that I can remember for fucking... Maybe he has. I just don't pay attention to his career anymore. A few years ago, he was being sold as this monster who destroyed people. Oh, his last four of his last five. And don't worry, his last one was against Patrick Cote. I mean, he gives a fuck again. Um, his last knockout win was three years ago. Uh, he's just... He's not the fighter, you know, that he was billed to be. Even... Back in the day, the last time that I remember him being a destroyer was over 10 years ago. Uh, and that was when he knocked out Matt Hughes with a flying knee. That's it. That was 10 years ago. Um, how he's still getting fights, how he's still... I, I don't know. He just... It's just a name that 
resonates with old fans. You know, it was like watching Richard Evans just before he retired. He, he kept in those people that had been fans for years, but no one really cares. It's the same with Arlovsky as well. He's one of the original heavyweight champs when it became a proper sport. But they're, no, they're nowhere near that skill level anymore. And I'll talk about that again in a minute with Mark Hunt, but nowhere near. Now, one thing that I thought was a blow in this card was that uh, it was a return of Nikita Krylov, and I was a big fan of his, fun guy to watch, uh, and he left the UFC to embark upon a bit of a uh, bit of a discovery of himself, I think, and to fight outside, get more skills, come back to the UFC when he's ready. Because he was very young when he first joined, 23, 24 or something, and uh, he made his return versus Jan Blachowicz, who, fair play to him, he's a great fighter, but really, that division's a strange one for me. Um, it's just not full of elite fighters anymore. Because of John Jones and Cormier being so good, the rest of the division looks extremely poor. No one wants to be in that division either because what are you going to prove? That you can be the eighth best person in the world? It doesn't really matter. And He caught Krilov in uh, uh, an arm triangle choke. Krilov looked exhausted by that point in the second round. He just looked underprepared. He looked a bit skinny. I don't know. He looked odd. He's always been a tall, lanky bastard, but he didn't look good. Um, and yeah, it was really disappointing to watch Krilov in that state. I think he could have done a lot better. Blatowicz is not a great fighter by any means. He is a safe fighter. He likes to go for takedowns and move and do everything. Yeah, it is exhausting. I mean, anyone who knows in train jiu-jitsu, it's fucking exhausting having some big bastards on top of you, leaning on your chest, putting their knee on your stomach. Like, it's just hideous but you do this day in day out you know and if you can't simply frame up out of that and and do it, you don't deserve again to be fighting those guys yet Krilov unless he's in a stand up war isn't going you know he's not doing much but speaking of that Mark Hunt versus Ollie Neck in the um, yeah in the uh in the main event. It was a fun fight to watch. It only lasted one round, nearly the whole round, but um, Mark Hunt was hitting him with these low leg kicks, which can only be described as... Well, it's like a concrete block falling from a 10-storey building onto your big toe. That's how much pain it would be. Uh... He hit him with a few nice punches as well. He looked like he hurt him a few times, but Hun didn't capitalise, which has been his problem in his last few fights, really. Um, I mean, he lost to Curtis Blades, I think, recently, and he's just... I hate to say it, he's too old. He's 44. He's a fucking animal. Don't get me wrong. The guy is a fucking legend. I love him. Um, but he just apparently he's got one more fight left in him apparently he wants to do it in Adelaide uh, I haven't mentioned how he lost he lost to Olenek, um via choke which by the way 
he did not defend well. And this is another thing that proves my point, is that Hunt, for all of his great striking powers and his stand-up ability, has never, ever had a ground game. And it is concerning when you've been in MMA for as long as he has and as many fights as he had, that he doesn't know how to simply defend uh, you know, a rear naked choke. It's a bit, it's a bit odd. Um, admittedly he's a master of jiu-jitsu and he was waiting for that opportunity against Hunt which is what most fighters do if you can hear the dog snoring by the way sorry about that but um, yeah Hunt you know I don't think I think really he's just wanted to fulfil his contract all of his issues outside the UFC everything that's been going on uh, with all the steroid stuff I mean his interviews about Fabrizio Verdun this week were fucking Hilarious, called him a fucking bitch cunt and all this kind of stuff. It was fucking amazing. But, you know, he's done. He's 44. He's got one more fight on his contract. I hope he gets the fight he wants and I hope he wins and he goes out with a bang. But it's time to say goodbye to Mark Hunt. And it's a sad day because he's one of those fucking originals who was in Pride and was a destroyer and yeah it, it is sad but at the same time it's time it, it's fucking time and in fact on this card you would say that there are at least four fighters really who should call it time CB Dolloway Tiago Alves Andre Olovsky and Mark Hunt you know it's it was a really poor card, top to bottom. Why they had their first card in Moscow, I don't understand without Khabib on there. It, it fucking... It was their their fifth or sixth highest attendance. Imagine the attendance they could have had had they had McGregor Khabib on there. Now they're going to go and do it in Las Vegas and have 16,000 people there, or even fucking less. Who knows? They're going to have it in the T-Mobile arena that no one gives a fucking cunt about. You know, it's... What the UFC are doing is ridiculous. They don't... For a business that's worth so much money, they don't seem to have as much business acumen. It's it's very strange to me. You would... Every day of the fucking week, you would have Khabib versus Connor in either Ireland or Russia. They will fucking sell out huge stadiums in both of those countries. But no, Las Vegas... Because all their little fucking bum buddies, all their little pretend mafia friends are there. It just fucks me off. It really, really does. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of ridiculous things. um, Tito Ortiz versus Chuck Liddell has been confirmed. Oscar De La Hoya is promoting it. Now, that in itself is fucking hilarious. The guy who cross-dresses and looks like a weird Madame Tussauds mannequin. As well as Chuck, who... They all look like weird mannequins. And Chuck Liddell looks really fucking overweight. He looks slow. I mean, those videos of him hitting pads. I do better. That's legitimately true. I look quicker than him on the pads. That's scary. I'm 30 years old. I've never really done a day in my life. I'm fat as fuck. This guy's an ex-professional athlete, an ex-professional fighter. Then you look at Tito Ortiz. Admittedly, still looks like an athlete. But that guy is making fun of Chuck Liddell, saying, oh yeah, the guy can't even talk anymore, and then struggles to talk himself. 
You like, can't even string a sentence together. No. It's not a fight I'm interested in. There's a reason why the UFC never did it. It isn't worth it. It'd be on the fucking undercard in the UFC. It's not an event that people want to watch. I mean, people will watch it because it's a fucking freak show. And and that's it. That's the only reason people watch it. It's fucking bullshit. Um, Tito and Chuck thinking they're still relevant. Chuck's been retired for seven years. He's 40 fucking six years old or so. I don't know, 47, 48. Why, Chuck? you that desperate for money. And Tito... Ten years ago, you were telling us you couldn't find any more because of your neck. How's that recovered, eh? Neither of you have got... an accountant who's decent or a chin that's decent anymore. Sort it out, boys. Stop spending beyond your means. Have this one last fight, make some money, and get the fuck out. Nobody wants to see it anymore. Nobody. Apart from Oscar De La Hoya. Who will make money out of anything. Because he's got such a bad coke habit. That he needs to feed it by destroying other people's lives. (laughs) On that positive note. I'm going to end the podcast there. Um, It's not been a great one this week. I'll admit. It's not been great. Now. I'm looking at getting guests on, uh, and one that I'm really excited about, a guy called Dylan Evans. Um, he's been battling cancer, he's been trained as well. You may have seen a video of him on Joe Sports, uh, with training with Darren Tilge for the Woodley fight. Basically, me and him started talking months ago. Obviously, he saw my, uh, my shit with my wife before she passed away. I saw him going through his journey, his chemos and stuff, you know... We started talking over Instagram. We've become pretty friendly with one another. I'm excited to have him on. He's, he's a great guy. And then I'm going to have the usual fucking suspects. Darren uh, from Slaphead Giraffe. He's a, he's, a, he's a good pal of mine now. I love making fun of his bald fucking head. Um, I need to see him, actually. I miss him. The old fuck. Uh, but, yeah, it, it it's going to be more fun. This was just a terrible card. Terrible fights. Uh, terrible fighters on it. Not, they're not. I'm being fucking. I'm talking generalities. They're not terrible fighters. They weren't terrible fights. There were some decent ones there, but it wasn't a card to be excited about by any means. Casual, uh, you know, hardcore fan, whatever you are, it was not fun to watch. It was just poor. Um, but yeah, there's a few other things I want to talk about. Eric Anders, he's about to fight. Jimmy Manor on six days notice against, uh, who's he fighting? Is it Tiago Santos? Yeah, I think, yeah. Now, Eric Anders is fighting Tiago Santos, who is a replacement for, uh, Glover Teixeira himself. Jimmy Manor's pulled six days. I don't know what's happened there, but it's very strange. It's going to be at 205 pounds. That to me is a fun, fun fight. But for all the people on Twitter, including Theodorus, Elias, your long-haired tit, all of you saying he's scared to fight Elias, but he's going against Tiago Santos, you all need to get your fucking head straight. Um, 
A couple of things I'm excited about outside of the UFC. Uh, Rory McDonald, he's going to fight Gegard Mousasi. I mean, it's going to be great. They can finally all take roids over there. No one cares. It's going to be brilliant. Uh, it's going to be... This is later this month, the thing on the 29th something. That's the kind of fucking thing that I want to see. Um, yeah, and there's a welterweight tournament that's going on. We're going to see Paul Daly versus MVP finally. There's loads of good shit that's happening in MMA. It just doesn't seem to be happening in the UFC. Apart from Khabib, Connor, uh, Diaz versus Pro. But you've got to imagine that they put on events weekly. Bellator put theirs on you know, once a month maybe, once every couple of months. PFL apparently fucking killing it. I haven't seen any of their fights for a while because uh, it's England, isn't it? It's fucking awful. Um, but yeah, the UFC, they seem to need to... I mean, I am looking forward, I'm not going to lie, to Frankie Edgar versus the Korean Zombie, but it's months away. It's months away! But yeah, anyway, people, sorry for the angry, shitty podcast. I hope you enjoyed uh, go and follow me, MMA Big Fella. There's Heroic Guru as well. Uh, my other podcast, Gentle Arrogance, with my partner, Carl Mann. He does a Fourth Eye podcast too. We like to talk shit. Uh, if you want to talk shit back with me, please, please get in touch. Uh, there'll probably be more jokes about fat chicks next week. Who knows? But, yeah. Yeah!